most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage, in person, that crazy mix up. I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe Word with Jason Rouse. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Rouse About. On the show today, uh, Darian Irwin, which is um, a name that can be <laughs> like mixed, right? Yeah. I have. I've, I've, I typically have the blackest name in a green room. Any given green room. Speaking of blackest name in the green room, <laughs> uh, I had an American question. I, I don't mean to uh, offend you, but uh, yeah. I'm a Canadian. Yeah, that's and, uh, already we're uh, off a bad start. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. That's what I want is a bad start. Look, at, I, I look. At, I don't mean to judge, but uh, I think we both appreciate a bad start. Yeah, right. Because we've had so many of them. True. Um, and I don't want to judge you by your haircut, but let me create a little scenario. Sure. You own a ranch? No. No, no, oh, no. In I do, in the scenario, in, I do. Yeah, okay. you own a ranch. Yeah, damn and, right I do. And uh, <laughs> it's not a big ranch. Okay. Uh, this ranch is a, it's pretty modest. Yeah. Uh, uh, home structure, you know, mm-hmm. um, pretty close to the earth. Okay. Uh, solar panels, um, you know, a little bit of a fence. With it. Um, some chicken stuff that you kind of just use for yourself okay and um there's some guy that lives about five miles down the road and his son is uh i don't know an idiot we'll call him okay (laughs) all right and he likes to fuck around all right but he's not all there and he's between his mental health issues and his drug problem he's become a bit of a nuisance okay in the neighborhood and you I feel like got, I know this guy. You got wind of this. Yeah. You drove over to the guy's house and you tell his old man. You go, listen, <clears throat> I know your son's been fucking around <laughs> and uh, spooking the uh, other farms, their animals and stuff, okay. and uh, causing a lot of trouble. Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest with you. You know, I enjoy living in this area. I kind of keep my to myself. But if your goddamn son <laughs> right. comes on my lawn. I will blow his head clean off. Yeah. Is that what you'd say? Is that... (laughs) (laughs) What? No, like, because as a Canadian, they would go, I'm calling the cops. Right. If you guys keep pissing around. But you're legally... You look like a guy who would exercise his constitution rights. You know, it's so funny. I'm not that guy at all. Huh. See, yeah. I judged you by your haircut. Yeah. No. This. This. I also, normally I wear a hat. I'm just. I'm just not out with the hat. Because yeah. I actually wear the hat to make myself look to try and not look. I'm aware of what I look like. You know what, what do I you mean? Think I wear a hat for. Uh, to, because you don't have the top. Because because you don't have skull on the top of your head anymore. Well, that's the thing. Is I look oh, like. TikTok. More of a, 
a deranged um, oh by the way every other time I use this fucking thing I usually almost get in a fist fight with somebody why is that I have no I fucking deal <laughs> but somebody pisses me off <laughs> And a guy on his bicycle, I crossed the line, right? Yeah. And I'm pretty militant. Yeah. I'm not a driver. Right. Uh, a car driver. I've never driven a car. Ever? Ever. You're looking at a 50-year-old man who's never But I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah, I know. It's wild, right? Yeah. Well, I always looked at, paid attention to, good way to stay out of traffic is uh, look at the laws. Right. Red light, stop. Right. Line. Okay. Something's coming the other way. Right. Dotted, you can cross. Okay, so you know the laws. I, I'm aware of them because I've had to cross. I've had to use, cross the street on foot and not wanted to uh, get run down. Die. Right. Yeah, it's not good. So, um, fuck. What are we talking about? You shooting that retarded kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Listen, uh, I've I've apologized for that already. I'm not going to backtrack again, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, you went over there two weeks before. You gunned down his son in broad daylight. (laughs) He was picking up on Amazon. Which was my legal right. Yeah, but the sad part about the whole story, as I didn't finish, was that like this nitwit who had a reputation of crossing lines right literally literally um is now um he's a simpleton so he <laughs> uh, a amazon package it was supposedly d- delivered to you right ended up at his residence and nitwit takes the package push hops the gate yeah knocks on your door and you shoot him through the door right well you know uh, you know who was to know six times by the way right while he was running away no he just went back this was a knock knock and you just just blew him away this shotgun was first of all you know people yeah and you know small town people (laughs) and uh, they don't know boundaries until they cross them right so you knew that shotgun was on the table cocked (laughs) okay waiting for him waiting for him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then you finished your coffee right. and didn't even open the door. There's no. two frisbee-sized holes <laughs> in a door that you handmade, by the way. Yeah. Most of the furniture you made. Yeah. It's nice. It's very nice. I made it. It's it's very nice and uh, practical, but, uh, you know, and you got a cellar. So this guy ends up on a hook in your basement. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're selling wallets at the next craft festival. Right. Well, Jerry's. They're called Jerry's Skin Wallets. (laughs) I mean, in all fairness, I did warn the guy. That's the whole point of it was, is that... And that's what the the judge said. It's on his old man. Right. Get that kid on a leash. (laughs) You know my temper. Well, you should definitely have him on a leash now. Hey, maybe this is the whole thing, is that he was trying to get an insurance deal on his disabled son and knew... All right, well, now we're going into... See, here's the thing, now. Oh, did you get a snoot of that trash can? No, I didn't. Oh, my, come here, come here, come here. (laughs) Come over here. Come here. Hang your head over that can. I don't need to smell the trash. That is so full of dog shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my poo alarm's going off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here comes my exes. (laughs) 
Shit. They know we were laughing at him. Yeah. They go, look at that guy who's dying walking with death. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys were shredded. That is my favorite thing to do, is just to come down here and hold my chest and freak people out. With an ice cream in yeah. the other hand. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, bring the temperature. Doctor says I gotta cool down. <laughs> but these put gravy, on my head. Gravysicles. Gravysicles. That's one thing. Uh, I haven't had a drop of alcohol seven years in December. Oh, it's been about seven. And um, I picked up a terrible ice ice cream habit. <laughs> oh, and yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I know. I know about. Yeah. Terrible Speaking ice cream of hat. hot blondes. Right. I leave for Denmark tomorrow. Oh really? I knew yeah. you were going somewhere. I didn't know where you're going. Yeah, I had a trip planned to go to Canada in September, but uh, you know, like you giggle about. Uh, Canada is, uh, up until about a week ago, they had vaccination passports, QR code stuff, apps. So you had to, ha had to be vaccinated to go? To pretty much go. A lot of people were flying into Buffalo and, and driving over with papers and stories, you know. Right. I had mixed things from people who were just terrified to leave the city, to even go anywhere near an airport, to people that have driven over, uh, took a flight to Buffalo and then walked over the border saying, look, what are you going to do? Make me stay there? Right. I'm fucking from here. What are you talking about? That's crazy, man. It's completely crazy. I, so, between, but, but they dropped that now, right? Just recently. Just the, I think okay. just in a, a couple weeks ago. But also that. Are you vaxxed? Hell no. Hell no. Not just a no. Fuck. I am not a person... No, that's true. Let's, we can stop there. Yeah. And stop, period. And then. I was period. <laughs> I was period. No, one had, look, I don't like needles. Okay. It looks <laughs> like you love needles. No, I've actually, I always tell the, every time they draw blood every year, yeah. the nurse comes out with the test and goes, I can't believe it, you're clean. <laughs> I can't believe it. And then we start making out. Yeah, yeah. I went to the hospital recently. Bragger. And uh, yeah, no, no, it was pretty cool. It was. Uh, well, it is because it's on your dollar. Where in Canada, it would be like, that's where you go. You go to the emergency room on a Friday and just make friends with people. Just hang out. out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was uh, the circumstance? Well, I went to the. Uh, I, I went for. I went for. Uh, I woke up with uh, uh, debilitating chest pains, and I thought, this is not. This is probably it. Right. Whereabouts? On one side or across the chest? No, just right, just right in the middle. Yeah. And I've been uh, getting something going like a strap. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it feels like someone strapped my chest with a, but it, it feels directly connected to the heart. Right. Anyway, let's not get into this. Right. Well, <laughs> listen. I've let's had, run as listen. hard as we can with cigarettes in our mouths. <laughs> yeah. Show them who's boss. Listen, I'm not, I'm not ignorant to chest pain. You know. Anyways. Mm. I woke up with chest pains. I was freaking out. We went in, right? And uh, they started doing tests <laughs> It's and terrible. Stuff. Terrible. It was terrible. I was scared. I was Heart really disease scared. runs in my family, so I'm like wincing. As well, I know. nobody runs in my family. Anyways. <laughs> Diarrhea <laughs> runs in your family. Um, so we go, right? They start doing all the tests and everything. They do an EKG. And then they do like a full blood panel or whatever. And I'm starting to calm down and think, all right, well, if this is a heart attack, I probably. Was the dead, last right? time you had blood work done? For that, a few years. Okay, yeah. so it's been yeah. a while. Yeah. 
the uh, doctor comes back and literally, this is what she goes, she goes, she goes, on paper, it doesn't even make sense how healthy you look. Well, you're not, I, you're always active. I never see you, like, the fact that I ran into you here, like, yeah, at yeah. No, I'm, I 8 o'clock at yeah. night in a thunderstorm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the only vampire out. We just looked at each other, like... Yeah. Running into a guy at the STD clinic. I was as surprised to see you as you were to see me. Uh, no, because I knew that you had some sort of uh, exercise regimen. Yeah. And uh, you probably want to go when you can't be distracted. In a walk in the rain, it's only the diehards and weirdos. That's true. So, well, in, in all fairness, I didn't know it was going to start raining. I was already four miles away from my car by the time it started. I had no choice. Yeah, I was out by Zilker Park and it dropped and I wasn't even, I, I'm like, there's no even sprint now. We should actually slow it down because yeah, we're just, getting nothing it, but just, wet. Yeah, it just just hang out. It was warm. It yeah. wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad I at did all. did laundry that day. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. It's not my favorite way to walk, but it wasn't bad. You're in the Austin comedy competition. I am. That's cool. I was Canada's funniest comic in 1998. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, come on. I look, look. I know that is a dated uh, point of reference, yeah. but it's still the same game. Oh yeah, totally. No, it, no, I it, totally nothing get that. changes. Nothing changes. Yeah. It just, when I say and I <laughs> highlight the word game because anytime there's a contest, yeah, for uh, artistic ability, yeah, there's fuckery. Oh yeah, I don't care about this thing at all. Truthfully, no, there's you, been a few stage of them. time to you in front of a good audience. Yeah, that, I mean, and but also, these things have never been in my experience in comedy thus far. With I've done numerous comedy competitions, they're inherently flawed. It, the yeah. person who wins typically is never the funniest person there. No, and there is a curse to the winner. Yeah. Also, yeah. So I, I, I literally the guy who places fourth that no that everyone slept on. Right. He tends to be the guy because right. the fuckery happens in threes. Here's, let me just throw a three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. First of all, contest happens. They get all the sponsors in line. They have the meeting. They distribute the money, get the venues. Yeah. And then they look at the categories. Okay, we're going to have a contest. We're going to have an all-female show, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. The contest, they look at the contest and go, okay, first prize, second prize, okay. Uh, what else? You know Jerry's the funniest guy in town. Like, right. He's our guy. He's he's 22. Right. He's got a full head of hair. Yeah. And he's uh, came out of uh, musical theater. Right. And the wait the female wait staff think he's great. Real gay. Half a fag. Right. Quarter fag. Right. Okay. It's he's, in there. He's in such a tough town. Right. That his uh, uh, campy theater stuff is looked at as oh. He's a goddamn genius. Right. Did you see the cartwheel that right. day? <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing behind it. Right. Then you've got the bartender who everyone looks up to for no reason. Uh, that also used to be a headlining comic. Right. That also has shares, uh, some sort of financial bind between the, uh, the club and... Um, uh, himself right whether it be money or hey you know I bailed you out 10 years ago uh, get me in the top three okay that guy that guy so those two spots are taken now the third spot which is the floater spot 
This is the undeniable. This is the guy who gets a standing ovation. Yeah. And when they're announcing the winner, the audience goes, no! Right. That's the real winner. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that, that's typically how it shakes down. Sometimes so, that guy goes down to fourth. Yeah. Or he gets number one. Right. So there's the lottery. There's the golden ticket in it. Is that the people... I got nominated for an award and uh, it was a pretty big deal yeah and um, I uh, when they announced the winner uh, Dan Aykroyd actually said as he opened the envelope don't worry about Jason he's gonna be a big star blah 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 and then he said the winner in the audience moaned <laughs> and I was like wild wait no so one's ever bet on me wow it was wild, but I rocked. First of all, I got Dan Aykroyd introducing me, right? Right. Which I'm, I'm like, Kingston boy, Canadian guy, blues brother. Yeah, that's so, amazing. You know, that's the guy. Fucking skull vodka. Right. The dawn. You right. know. Right. Right. Uh, it's getting new, and I pleaded with them too. I asked the people that were picking me on the board for the people that were placed for host, celebrity host intros and stuff. Not. I must have Dan Aykroyd. Are you kidding me? No one else is worthy. Right. On the line. <laughs> I made my ex-girlfriend stand next to him with a mini recorder and record him laughing. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, that contest situation, you win them, you lose them. Well, I've been telling people. I mean, people have been coming up to me asking me about it, or, or other comedians, you know, talking. Well, they want you to win because if you lose, you'll just start pounding out a bunch of kids in the green room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I've been going fundraise for hospital things popping up all over the place. <laughs> but what I've been telling people is my, my attitude towards it has been: listen, this thing means nothing. The people who are going to have careers ten years from now are going to have careers ten years from now. Yeah. Ten years from now, and the people who aren't aren't. How long have you been doing stand-up? Six years? About five. Coming up on five. 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 Yeah. Okay, that's a good stretch. Yeah. Especially you've been in the uh, turbocharged awesome comedy scene. scene. Yeah. yeah. Which has been a big, it's been a big, like a noticeable difference very quickly with just how much stage time there is here. Did you get fired from the Vulcan? No. Because <laughs> a bunch of people got canned. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> you were out of town, right? I was gone. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. Like, look, it's how many times that you've ended up with shit on your shoes. Yeah. This time, nothing I to do with me. Town. I wasn't even there, dude. Wasn't I wasn't even, even there. there. You must have went, whew, finally. As far as anyone's concerned, I've got a great relationship. Because you've been on trial, like, well, I on had, the show. I had one, yes, I was yeah, on trial was once on the show <laughs> and ended up working out in my favor. Uh, but you, you did, you uh, apologized, but didn't apologize. It's like, yeah, you're kind of like, oh, come on, guys. What did you expect from me? I was put up to I slaughter and I got out. I, I actually look your at your honesty saved your skin. Yeah. Well, I also think, I also think, you know, I think uh, having known, uh, you know, Tony Hitchcliffe yeah. for a minute now, yeah. and and. Uh, <laughs> I, I have noticed the one thing that he does care about <laughs> above all else is money. Is, is money? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, absolute power and tyranny. No, uh -huh. he he, care, he cares about funny more than anything else. I know. So he put me in a position. I think that was very simple. It was either 
either you're gonna go down for this because you're not funny, or yep. you can be funny and this is gonna be fine. And I kind of love that. Get you out of jail card. Exactly. And it was as simple as that. And that's all it needed to be. You literally, in, indirectly, could have ended your career that night. Yeah. In Austin. Yes. For a few years. Yeah. I could have made it very hard. <laughs> but. But you were honest. But also, there I was like, honest. Honest and funny. Yeah. That's it. No, you've had a, uh, you do anchor yourself down. When you get on that stage, I found uh, you are, have a, a look of try and move me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of that permanently on my face. Yeah. But comedically. Yeah. You're like, run at it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. 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 Like that's pyramids. That, that, yeah. 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 yeah in a lot of ways. Visit. A lot of ways. Everybody yeah. gets diarrhea from the snack bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you move from Tennessee, from Knoxville. There's a bunch of ten. I think that's probably the third tier uh, outside of. Uh, it seems to outside be outside of Texas. Yeah. There's a lot. It of seems to be. So Tennessee it was me, guys. Matt Boyd, who's now opening for Theo Vaughn, Casey Shornima who was hired uh, as an SNL writer oh. this week. Excellent. Um, so Lucas, he's been a hometown boy, right? Even if they were generational ahead of you, yeah. you're like, okay. Well, this is, guy. what's crazy is, well, this is all, this is all really my class. Oh, she's okay. not even, she's not even. Oh, so you need to get your shit together. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. Walking through Cat Shit Alley yeah. with Uncle <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uncle Fuck. <laughs> that is, that's, it does feel like, but then you've got Lucas, right? Who's unbelievably funny running the whole little Winston. Winston Shaw. Yeah. Uh, he crushed on that on the Kill Tony episode in front of Rogan. He did. Um, Trey came with us. Uh-huh. Uh, very funny. You know, everyone Yeah, you're about six deep. Yeah. What? Six six deep. Yeah, six uh, seven. scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I about think that, yeah. A little more a little more than that. Uh, that's pretty cool. But anyways, everyone from that that class is like really doing shit. Not very many people from the east, right? No. It was all it was all west. It was all west. Like Texas over. Not very many New York. Uh no like Boston. No, we got plenty of LA. You got you have. Well, that was the uh Joe Rogan butterfly effect. Yeah. But look, let's be honest. Everyone pisses and moans. But let's take a look at what permanent residents from Los Angeles yeah. that have taken up root here over the last two years. Yeah. Uh would be, you know, Joe. Right. Christina, Tom. Yeah. All of whom are very close deep friends of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim Dillon, to a certain degree. Yeah. Uh, Tony Redband and myself. See, that's the thing. You can't even say, like, like the, the death squad. It's like a dirty word in this town. Is it? To the locals. The comedy fans are like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to us ever, ever, ever. You know how yeah. many people I meet to go, we went to six comedy shows this week. Right. Yeah, there are a lot. Of, dude, I will say, as somebody, because I, I run an independent show weekly. Look, right? there's my career. <laughs> I run an independent comedy show weekly here. Uh, as, as a comic living in this town, it's the only town where it's like, we all make money just putting on shows. Yes. Like and make like livings, like yeah. good, like decent money, or you just and that's just there because would be of the three scene. Three guys here. in LA that would be able to do that, and 
they'd been at it in the city for probably 10 years. Yeah, plus. it's not like, dude, people yeah. just move here, they put up a show, and all of a sudden they're making fucking whatever a year. You yeah, know? you got to go like in debt to put a show on in New York. Yeah, I bet, dude. I, I don't even know. Your rent's five grand a month with six roommates, and yeah. you live in the sink, and yeah. you're lucky because <laughs> yeah. there's running water. Yeah, fuck that, man. I don't fuck even... that. And I love, dude, I romanticize the idea of being a New York comic above anything else. But sure, walking that... to three gigs in one night. Right. Following legends. Right. Bombing after them. Yeah, hell yeah. That sounds like, that sounds like so much fun, but that other part of it just does it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Especially not when it's so good out here. That's the thing. If I, it sucked, it'd be like one thing, but it just is so good here, and you don't have to deal with any of that shit. Plus the two years that you've been doing stand-up in this city. Sorry, how many years have you been here? About a year and a half now, yeah. year and a half is you've got about... It's like twice. It's like three. It's like four. Four, four times yeah. more experience. Yeah. Uh, and I am only adding the fourth to that third is because now... You're also a comedy producer. Yeah. You wouldn't have really had that luxury in other... No, I don't uh, think I, th- I don't think coasts. so. It's just because of the fans that are here and that will go to just any show just to see what happens. Yeah, and you, the fact that you're under that umbrella working at the Vulcan and being in Austin, there's a trickle down to that. Like you said, you just did shows where... With Tony, uh, with Tony in Nashville, yeah, yeah, and you're, they're like, oh fuck, yeah, they didn't know you were there, and now yeah. they're like, oh shit, and then you know, there's one kid in the audience going, oh my god, that, that's like my favorite guy out of the show, yeah, there'll be one weirdo, some wild dude, wild. there was a with few no sex appeal, yeah, yeah, it smells like cat, I piss. mean, real rough, real, my fans, and he goes, you real crash rough. at my house next time, yeah, next to the litter box, there's a lot of that, yeah. I'm t- yeah, my fan base is a litter box town too. <laughs> I'm fine. Listen, I'm fine with I'm fine with all of that. Uh, I uh, oh. it is what it is, you know. Yeah. What do you picture? Where do you picture you sh- have? What's your first special? Your first special look like? Uh, actually, the thing, I don't think I'm gonna do a comedy special. I think I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna see if Netflix will buy a mukbang. What's a mukbang? Do you know what a you don't know what a mukbang is? Is that when you poo and fuck somebody at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's I think that's we call what those they call brown it. weddings. I think that's a European thing. Uh, no, it's it's a uh, muck wedding. Muck wedding. No, mukbang is a uh, is a uh, this isn't my my joke would have been funnier if you knew what a fucking mukbang was. But it's, no uh, one knows what a mukbang. Dude, look it up. It's a it's. I believe it. Is it a sexual thing? No, it's oh, it's a. Well, that's why. I well, don't I know. think I think is so, it a recipe for some people it is. Oh. It's the thing where you just these people they film themselves just eating an incredible amount of food in one sitting. Ooh. Yeah. Is there purging at the end? Do they vomit? No. Oh. Not typically. Maybe off. I like to see it go in. I like because it also. It's like a bit of a magic... You ever see a magic magician pull a rabbit out of a hat? No. Not actually. Not a rabbit, no. I did see a magician last night. Pull his cock out of the bottom of a napkin. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kid, is this your cigar on the floor? (laughs) It's his dick with a... They take a napkin and they punch a hole in it and pull their half-heart cock out. All right. And they go, who wants the last stick of dynamite? And then the guy opens up his legs. That's a pretty neat trick. Yeah, yeah. It works when the bouncer says, "Can I see your ID?" Yeah, and you open up a napkin with your cock hanging out of it, and you're going count the rings. As you can see, I'm going to turn 51. Yeah, because it's a three-quarter ring next to the scar, but the line runs through it, so you can't really make out what is actually going on in the timeline. But I'm clearly this is a 
a 19 plus, you know, thing. Yeah. You ever seen a dick like this on a 14 year old? And then the guy goes, check out my phone. He's like, look at that. There's my son and me rollerblading, holding each other's cocks. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy time. Miami, you can do anything. Yeah. Uh, the 90s, man. How would you? I could see you move, moving to Thailand permanently. Yeah? And being a big comedy star. And, in Thailand? Yeah. I don't respect the people enough. But what about the, the food? The, the Thai, Thai food's pretty good. Have you been to Thailand? I Is lost my virginity there. <laughs> it looks like it. I fell asleep in the, on the <laughs> beach. Yeah. Look at the crane. Why, why do birds hang out in the shittiest parts of the lake? Because that's where the fish are. Is that, oh, is that what it is? They're eating the shit. Birds gross me out. Yeah, they're flying dinosaurs. They'll go right for your face. Yeah. <laughs> what about this golden retriever who's about to hang at the biggest rat you've ever seen? Yeah. He's doing a, a hole hunch. I don't know what it is about dogs, but when I make eye contact with them, they relieve themselves. <laughs> it's like somebody who just survived a plane crash and ended up with a white streak in their hair. Right. Except Mr. Whiskers here is about to pump out about six bucks worth of cat food that he poached from the other pet's bowl. He's not looking good. No. Look, look at Rusty. And there's Goldie. They're all blonde dogs. It's like Hitler's wolf pack. <laughs> Killed a crossing guard. Nashville. So what was it, a drive? No, I flew. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty fun. The first plane, I had two interesting experiences. The first plane, uh, I went to my seat, which was at the back of the plane. Perfect. Then they come over the... Uh, Pardon me. There you go. They, somebody comes over the intercom or whatever and says... We're going to ask a couple passengers to move because we have to get the weight right. Oh. Uh, right? Did everyone just point at your face? Pretty much. They only they came and talked to only me. And I got up, I had well, to get up from my stone. seat. I had to get up from my seat and walk all the way to the front of the plane and sit down. And then they said, we're ready to go now. You should have stood up and said, why? Because I'm gay? That would have thrown it for a loop. Did. Did. So that yeah, was fun. Look, this... Look, you're a comic. And like you said, with the Kill Tony thing, with being, you know, held out to dry. Yeah. Uh, it was a sink or swim. Now, you could have stood up and said, yeah, they're doing this to me because I'm gay and start crying. <laughs> it would totally... Everybody wouldn't know how they would... Look, all the gay rights people would join up with you and make it even crazier. I should have told them I was trans. You should have told them that you identify as a, an asshole <laughs> and that uh, I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm a victim of my identity. That's what I say to other people. I say, you identify as an asshole. Well, people, I think, some of the politics that f fall in line with their bullshit, um, yeah, it's weird because there's all these different factions and tribalism with moral do-gooders and um, I uh, you know I don't see I know there's always a snake in the room you know what I mean yeah you know all those religious groups look Catholic Church is taking a beating okay okay they've dished it out pretty now, well as well yeah yeah most definitely 
most definitely, like any organized crime, uh, with an art gallery. Right, that, and, that and beating didn't laws. just fall out of the sky. Um, what were we talking about? Trans people. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, <laughs> abuse uh, inside of cults. I Yeah, any organization has that Waco, Texas, David Koresh thing. Yeah, well, I have actually a lot of... Uh, Except of that cult leader. Look, I bet you there was a bunch of people in that cult that were worse than David Koresh. Yeah. There was some oh, sort of... Oh, for sure. David was banging everybody's wife, but I don't think he was molesting their children. No. Right? Right. So you could leave... He's, that's actually a really, that's a real, listen, so this is, this for me, this is actually a really personal topic. I grew up in, in uh, what many, I will not, I will not call it this, but many people have described it as a religious cult. Was it based on the Bible? No. No? No, no, no. There was no book of God around? There was uh, what you there, would call version? scripture, but there oh. was no, but it was not, uh, it was not the Bible. What, where did these scriptures? What were they drawn from? If you they were written, they were written by one man. Okay. And his name was Elron Hubbard. Oh, that's right. Well, I lived in Hollywood, so yeah. I'm hearing it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Right. Wow. So. Okay. What is interesting? As you know, Hollywood is the epicenter. Like the buildings there, I was yeah. blown away. The scale of the presence. Well, they're the they're the largest one of the largest real estate holders in California. They are the largest real estate yeah. holder in in Florida. Um, oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, so the headquarters is in Florida, in Clearwater, mm -hmm. and then what would be the second headquarters is uh, is L.A. That that right on L1 Hubbard Way, all those blue buildings. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, point being though, the David Koresh story is an interesting one where where <coughs> you kind of go. Uh, there's a lot of what he did that it was almost like this self-fulfilling prophecy mm. where there's a lot of what he was doing that made sense and then there was a lot of ways he described what the outside world was going to do yes that they sort of followed through with that his premonitions were very uh polarizing to i don't want to say soft-headed vulnerable people yes yeah ex yes vulnerable people people looking for answers like yes, take my money. I just want to be happy. Take my they time. They don't look too deep. Take my wife. This my, sort of adds up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sort of explain. Strip the whole thing me of away. all my monetary value. Yeah. And uh, allow me to step into your light. Now, as a as a fucking free American, am I not free to do that? Yeah. Well, that was the big stink about Waco, right? Is right. there was no real reason to send the FBI in no. to gun down and set a fire and kill all those people you know at the least you know you get a communication going and you just siege, siege them out you know starve them out or whatever you good? yeah I am I just can't I'm only getting a snooze this is gonna Go off again. Eh, yeah, fine. Fucker. But also, the other thing I was going to say is, within any organization, and this was this is especially true of uh, the organization I grew up in, it's like uh, 
from the top down, there, there's, I think there's leadership, and then you have people below that that are nefarious. What's nefarious? Uh, 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 Miscellaneous? No. <laughs> I'm just saying word. Yeah. It had syllables. No, but they, they, they had malice. Oh, come and smell dead animal. Dude, we can't keep doing I can't keep doing <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep does, it, uh, does it turn your stomach? Well, no, it's just the whole idea that we went out and there's this beautiful day, but we're just going to focus on cat shit. <laughs> so you don't want to, uh... <laughs> so you don't want to smell dead animals? <laughs> <laughs> no, not this early in the day. <laughs> I know I got a problem. Listen, ah, oh, listen. I'll live, a, to... I'll live a life, but it's still, you know what I mean. I'm, I just am so drawn into unpleasantries. Yeah, that's I, fine. It's the other you, half of the world. Why do you wind me up before I go on with get him? <laughs> <laughs> get him. <laughs> yeah, you've seen uh, what's happened to me down here over the last year or so. Yeah. Um, there's been some plenty of shows at the Balkan. Yeah, it's some been inter- it's Greece. been interesting. I'm, you uh, must. I was talking to somebody else outside of the state uh, about them moving here and seeing me up for the first time and having like a <sighs> okay. I'm not going to run any problems with censorship as long as this asshole's around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you pretty know, wild. You can always go. Jason did it. Yeah, right. You know. <laughs> Yeah, there's not a whole lot I'm afraid of saying if you're next. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> They're actually moderately relieved. Yeah. This guy's not going to come at us. <laughs> Where I could easily hop from the stage in the audience at any moment. Yes. The front row is like this. Just in their seats. It's something, it's definitely, especially, even as a comic, it's very jarring the first few times you see it. Yeah. <laughs> jarring. Most yes. definitely. Yes. Uh, but in a good way. Joe actually doesn't barely shoots me on stage. He swings around to the side to catch the front row. Yeah. Reaction shots. He has to. Uh, and uh, he he always come over. Yeah. Joe has single-handedly documented the Austin comedy scene. Yeah. In photography, you got to figure. He has. How many shows that he has folders on? Yeah. Uh, of all of us, like when you die. Soon. Joe, one of Joe's photos are going to be in your eulogy. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I can't imagine not at this point. This is Darian at his best and his happiest. It's, it would be 2024. It would be here. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. Do you think about dying? Do you think about death a lot? Lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, constantly. I, you know, I, I've, I've, so much so that you know, I come from a. Um, look at this gorgeous butterfly. Oh wow! Fucking that dead animal. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, <laughs> I could just have the one moment. <laughs> uh, hey, put your head back and get one of these brown martinis from the bats. <laughs> oh God, dude. there's bats up there. Uh, yeah, I try and. Manifest a uh, a physicality in my mind, okay, of 
what I'm going to take my next journey in. Okay. Now, I don't know if that falls under any kind of Buddhism. And it's probably just as kooky as uh, Branch Davidian or um, Scientologists with uh, spaceships and uh, afterlife so you scenarios. Think, so you think, uh, you th like reincarnation, you think that's, that's what happens? You know, I think that our molecules have memories and information in them. I agree with that. And when they're put together, they form magic in between these atoms. Yeah. It's unexplainable. Yeah. Thing that happens between these two things. Yeah. But these are also things that we've uh, adapted to a level of where we can measure things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Temperatures and and things under magnification and length and depth and all the other uh, math that I'm clearly unaware of. So you think you think there's some sort of entity or energy that makes the 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 particles of the universe that are currently you you. See, I think it's a lot like this water, but I'm not aware of what this, the shoreline looks like. Right. Uh, and I think one shoreline leads to another ocean. Okay. Which could mean, but it, I guess it, and I don't think a good and bad scenario dictates what kind of uh, situation, and maybe your consciousness is reduced to something that's half the size of an ant. But yeah. And maybe the consciousness of an ant is way more advanced than what we're dealing with. Yeah, who knows? So I can just kind of take hallucinogenic drugs as more or less like prep work for yeah. some sort of transition. Yeah. Um, that I don't really are gonna have any say on or when or how. Right. Uh, well, we all have a say. Uh, as long as we have this, you could have a say if you wanted to. Sure, a lot of a lot of comics have had a say. Yeah, which is not I don't know, not the craziest, not really the craziest idea. In my well, opinion. this is the thing: is maybe the anxiety and uh, the the chemical response to somebody that's about to execute themselves yeah might dictate the energy that you manifest in yourself that would change your you think that could dictate the next step that could i think look at you put electricity in water and it changes it you know right 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 right, right. so um you know this is interesting this is i don't know if this is gonna make sense to you but so they so you, if you if you watch like a uh, an antelope get eaten by a lion, mm. the antelope normally at a certain point is really mellow. There's an acceptance. There's an acceptance, and they think, but you from know. what I understand, that part of the chemical response to being eaten by a lion is the release of androgynous androgynous. No endorphins. No, no, no. Androgynous means that you have no sex appeal. Right, but the... Oh, not so clever now, old thesaurus Tammy. <laughs> no, what was the word I'm looking for? It's, it's DMT that's uh, native in, in the brain. Yeah. Made in the brain, right? Yeah. So they think that the, the theory is... Land. Right, in your pineal gland. Right, so... It they, also gets calloused, you know that. There's a lot of theories through all this 
uh, pasteurized foods and processing, it's left us with a uh, a callus over our pineal gland. Really? Yeah, and it's also in the shape of an eye. It looks like a bird's beak with an right, eye in it. Right. Ew, it looks like Boomer's asshole a little bit. <laughs> You've seen Boomer's asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, my point my point being though, so they think so the acceptance that you're seeing is DMT being released in the brain, right? Uh-huh. Okay. We got baseball bats and when this guy comes out on the bat. <laughs> <laughs> So what I, I don't want... Again. Do you mind holding this for yeah, a second? Yeah. Can you not unlock it? Oh, wow. Open phone. I think when you're in a situation of, of, of when your body understands it's going to die, it may be that's when the natural DMT in your brain is released, and that chemical is used to help you phase into that next whatever whatever that means, right? Um, that's which the is thing. why phase, but, you'd phase would mean that you were going from one place to another. You're assuming that there's a bridge. Maybe not. Because maybe it's not. A chemical response. Well, it, it could be a light switch. Well, the point, the point, the point that I'm making now is that I don't want to do DMT. <laughs> I don't want to do. The, that's the one that I don't want to touch. I have friends that said they're straight to death now. After doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's that's the thing. I don't necessarily. That's not. I don't want to experience that chemical until I. That's the. If you need it in that way, I don't want to. Dude, I mean, what if your tolerance is too high, or something? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. But that's just the one that I don't want to fuck with until well, it's time. But you also have fear of death. Already. So you just like, you're assuming that if you put your toe close to the fence, yeah, that it's going to exasperate your concerns. No. Have no, you I don't think... Have you taken acid before? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Huge amounts. There you go. Yeah, huge amounts. No, I'm not... I don't think I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of just not being able to process the death chemical correctly when it's time. But also, they could be completely wrong about that. You know what I mean? And then, again, like, your body's left for firewood. Yeah. Like, if you could, if there is a trail, like, what does reanimation look like? Because if you go, if there's a, a forward, then there's a backwards. Yes. There's there some, must be. There must be, right? But what is a, you know, the all-time no, question? Not. Like, if you could reanimate someone's body, do they inherently gain those that energy in between the molecules that has the information? How do you reactivate it? But then when space and time don't mean anything, um, the library's always open. Right. So as far as we can imagine, but 
I think this will all be clear. You, you're talking from the perspective of your physicality now. Right. What would you, your consciousness look like 50 years from now? And what would be the next step to a DMT equivalent of searching that other outreach? Okay, I'm a robot guy. Right. With a meat frame. Right. And um, I'm 200 years old. Yes. I've had a series of upgrades and oil changes. Yeah. Society as a whole is kind of like me. I'm a couple years behind, like the iPhones. Yeah. But um, I'm also, my contract is up with my the company who owns my mental body. I mean, this is the fucking saddest. This is, but also probably so close to what we're headed towards. Yeah. And you've got your job responsibility in the manufacturing plant. They're going full roll automotive, and the robots with the consciousness have slowly been reduced. They don't need, when you robot and you have no use for your arms and legs anymore that you can operate your job. Now you're a a fucking, you're a toaster in the wall. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Right. With a ham sandwich in it. I don't, but also just like, I don't need my toaster to fucking think. Hey, but what what is thinking? Maybe when you take on this metal body you you get on the world consciousness which allows you to have access to uh, special groupons I oil don't, changes <laughs> I don't think your consciousness can be transferred I don't think that's possible hmm. I don't think that's possible I think you can maybe what about you, a copy of it you can make a copy but the thing is is that 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 stream of consciousness will still end for for the meat body side Maybe that's a deal that you can do in the future is that your family, you know how you have like a college fund? Yeah. That the family puts family money aside, which means that as far as their contractual body, their meat body, yeah, that they get the robot dad with the, the flesh hands in the face. Yeah. With the dad With copy. the download, yeah. Yeah, the copy. So you can keep him around for a while? Yeah, it's got everything, all dad's quirks and experiences with none of the memory. I think that, I think, maybe all that'll work, but I think, uh... And you just get unplugged? Your well, spouse I just think unplugs our society, you? I think our society will end. I mean, that's the, that's the type of shit that I think, like, is probably possible, but, like... That's the type of shit that, like, if, if, is as a civilization, if you can navigate that correctly, you'll survive. But if you do stuff like that, and you let that run rampant, I think that eventually ends our society. You, people have to die and go. Well, yeah, well, this is the thing is, they're going to do the math, and they have been since day one, of, like, how many square miles to how many shitheads. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. But, but, I, I, but I think even just mentally for... For the function of groups in a family, you need, you need, you can't have one. Could you imagine if the patriarch of family, every family though, just never family? died? What's a family? Have you dated anybody in the last few years? I'm married. They, they, no one wants a family. Everybody's just transient whores. That's true. It's That's like, just come on something to feel alive. Well, there's, but but there's, there's still people out there doing it, man. Yeah, there is, but I think the all those traditions like marriage, yeah, and uh, long-term partnership, yeah, the turnover is too much, man. Yeah, it's it's 
you are in and out within the hour yeah on everything in life yeah you could literally wake up with 200 text messages going you're fucked yeah <laughs> that sounds wow but you were out of town you were out of town yeah, I, was, day. I, was, ah, I was fine once just once just once a year right just <laughs> not I don't want to be on the business end of bullshit yeah no, you were in, no. on stage you got pictures yeah I got great great pictures so there you go you got proof yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was not. You might want to bring that up, hold a photo of you going, I was out of town. The reason I'm explaining this is because of, uh, well, it's the first time I I get to brag about not being in the storm. It's not my my fault. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, how many months have you been there? Eight? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. It's been a lot of fun, man. I, uh, I can't wait to move over to Rogan's Club when that opens. Are you applying for a position or? I Tony has secured one for me. So I will be all off your confession, if I remember correctly, Correctly. right? Yep, exactly. And that's didn't he say? And that's how you get a job at Joe's new club or something like? Didn't he say? He said, yeah. He said he said if you're honest with me now, I'll take you with me to Joe's club. Yeah. He got the thumbs up from Curtis. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that wild? Wow. It just happened like that. Wow. I didn't even understand. Look, first of all. You started comedy three years ago, right? Yeah, four. Or, sorry, four. Okay, let's say five years ago, someone yeah. tapped you on the shoulder and go, you're going to work for Joe Rogan. Yeah, dude. his new comedy club. Dude, it's unbelievable. Like, doing what? He goes, oh, you're a comedian. What? Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Oh, it's so cool, man. And, and they, at the time when it was happening, I didn't, uh, I didn't, it did, like when I was on stage and he was saying all this, it didn't register what a big deal this was. It wasn't until I got off. No. Like, Holy shit. Like, that's why I moved down to Austin, was for that. And 100%. it just happened. 100%. And it just happened, you know. But you've been under everyone's feet since you got to town, smartly. Yeah. You've been, every time I turned around, you were somewhere at a show or yeah. uh, working at the club and stuff. I got so. nothing else to do. There's nothing else I want to do. Exactly. And yeah. you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to make that decision. Yeah. Is you have to be in a situation where, no. I'm not going on a holiday. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm this up is, here in quicksand. Yeah. I'm There's trying to get else. this boat out of, the, out of the sandbar. There's no, it's all hands on deck. There's no... There's yeah. no. You're totally right. That's what it is. The ship is sinking. And then you have somebody being like, should, we should take a break. And you're like, are you out of your mind? Dude, we just lost... Our, the motor fell off the back and we're going down. Yeah. It's not time for a <laughs> smoke break, dude. Gab a bucket... And or get out because yeah. you're sinking me here. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking on water. I don't look. I this is all I could buy. Yeah, it's this paddle boat that leaks in the back. Inflatable. It's and inflatable. It has holes in it. <laughs> it's an air mattress <laughs> in the middle of Ladybird Lake. Yeah, and there's cat there's storm coming, dude. <laughs> you're trying to put band-aids over the holes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels. Oh like. yeah, definitely. And the storm always comes. Yeah, and you're face down. In a bathing suit with one flip-flop on on the air mattress in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And people are standing on the shoreline where the sun has hit the beach. Yeah. And they're going, you got to try these mangoes. <laughs> and you're like, I got jokes to tell. <laughs> that way. <laughs> Paddle. And it's just you. <sighs> and then you're like, you look back over your shoulder and you're like, fuck. And most of your oh, friends. Oh, my flip-flop yeah. fell off. 
That's all I had. Well, most of your friends die along the right. Those like guys drowned two days they, back. They either literally or or they just quit comedy. Yeah, but that's called you throwing them out of the boat. Right. Did you just tell me you quit? Yeah, I'm done. Out you go. Out you go. I got enough friends. I left them in high school. It's over. Yeah. But that's the other thing too, is it's like you say you gotta make that decision. It's also what I've noticed is that it's not so much a decision as it is just a natural I, that's not a conscious decision I have to make. There just is nothing else I'd rather do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have the luxury of the, the approach of this is all I have to do. I, I have the luxury of reveling in this. Yeah. Why not revel in it? Because you have to really because you'll look back and you only remember the good stuff for the most part yeah and uh you may as well have a good backstory yeah not like oh i was depressed for five years and i went up once a month but i'm back no fuck that dude yeah there's also no reason to i mean dude it's if you get in it and the cool thing about austin dude if somebody right now is in the austin scene and you're complaining about the scene in some way you're a fucking idiot no shit. You just don't know what you're talking about. I don't do Kill Tony. Really? You're retarded. You're just retarded. The circus has come to town and you ain't going on any of the rides? Yeah. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. It's, Says it's... somebody who's never done the show. But <laughs> uh, the uh, outlet of that and the opportunity, like you've really got a crash course in show business. Yeah. Very uh, fast. From the best. From that show. From the best. Yeah. See, all these guys are trickle-down uh, disciples of Mitzi Shore. Right. That, and right. Um, Mitzi's handbook on how to... Oh, I thought that was... Oh, that was a dead flower <laughs> pot. Um, on what good comedy is, is uh, they could never master what she'd done. Yeah. Uh, but they can imitate it. And there's some really good truths in the approach of how these guys vet. Uh, the talent here. Yeah. And, um... Well, like I said, I know, it's, it becomes... If, you really, if you're really paying attention... A lot of people like to pay attention to the smoke and the shit that doesn't matter. But if you're really fucking paying attention to what Tony values, like I said previously, it's funny. And that yeah, must get your come, head out of your ass. Yeah. And take a look. Yeah. People are so blinded by themselves and how they feel. Yeah. And no, that, that's, that stage is not where you bring your... Angst. Or we, yeah, my, my gripes. There's an audience. They're here to also like, and, and Tony working with him this weekend. He also understands. There's not like these people here. They're here. They fucking paid. Most of them worked today. And they're like, in this the great a, mood too. They start off mood. like hot. They, right. They go nuts. Like that last what? show with Dr. Drew. Yeah. Holy shit! Did they erupt? Yeah. But it's like, but it's also like, so they've all made the effort to come out here and be entertained. He's pointing. He's a pointer. He was just doing a point because there's birds over here. Nice. How would you like to have your DNA so fucked up that if you <laughs> saw an owl take a shit, you'd point at it with your tight tail? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, not to over, uh, underestimate. But look, you know how it is. It's like it's high school mentality to the degree of, oh, fuck Austin. Da, 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 da. Well, but it's just like if you comic, get called up and you go on the stage... And you've got all those people there. They've paid. They fucking. They're they're there to be entertained. It's and then you go. It's just selfish. It's like you bring in your shit and your complaints about. It's just also not. It's just not fucking. I don't know. 
so just, funny. It's not funny. Go be fun. Go be funny. <laughs> if you're funny, also, it's crazy how much, how much, with those guys who complain and aren't funny, also don't realize how much you can complain if you're somebody who's really funny. Yeah, look at Bill Burr. Or, 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 but just even just people within the scene, you can comment and uh. say shit about. The, if you're just hilarious, yeah. people then will listen to you. Yeah. But it's like if you're not funny and you're complaining, I don't uh. even know why you're here. Oh, I know. That's where you, I would love to have just, there's no cops to police that. Well, we, the the, the, the good comics should be the ones. Well, yeah. actually, you don't, there's no policing it's that's on you. needed. There's no policing that's even really needed because those fucking people, They're they annoying. fucking, they either they fucking wash out or we all <laughs> know to avoid them like dog shit. Yeah. You know? They totally wash out. There's no way around it. Yeah. Unless you're a complete, just insane person. Yes, which is a high percentage rate. There are some. You, yeah. You, uh, how have you not strangled anybody? Like, I could see... I'm, dude, I'm so not physical, it's not even funny. No, I know, but, like, people also are uh, line crossers here. Like, you get into conversations yeah. with people that yeah. say, and they're just like, they're so separated from the idea of being thrown off a bridge right but yeah I, yeah that's but also there's 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 i think there's a lot of that in me i've noticed that recently about myself like i'm willing to say shit to people well you're kind of over being uh not authentic that's true too i'm you're done fed with that up with i'm done with you that you played the first six months okay yeah. i gotta meet people whatever i'm gonna be professional i'm gonna show them time no I now you're like left. hey all the guys i respect speak their mind yeah also, I just don't have any of that fucking... I don't have any ladder climbing left. Like, I just don't fucking want to do... Like, I don't have any... Like, I have these conversations with people where they're like, you just got to get in front of this fucking booker or fucking... What was there? Uh, fucking there's a lion here? killing a crocodile, but it's a homeless guy having a shit behind a fence. <laughs> smells the same. God, Jesus Christ. Oh, they're doing some sort of uh, groundskeeping here. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah, see, that's, that guy, look, let's take a look, let's take a little reference here. That's his job. Right. Okay? Right. You're trying to be a comedian. Yeah, it's the job. That guy's job sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's never, that guy's never going to be funny. Or I'm maybe the, was. Or, yeah, just, but also. <laughs> let's yeah. go laughing. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to somebody about this when I was at the airport where I was just like, dude, the, the other thing, it's like I'm broke right now, you know what I mean? Mm. And it just is what it is. But it's also like, I, I'm at the airport, I'm looking at all these fucking people, and it's just like, I, for whatever reason, my alarm won't stop. I don't know. I look at all these people and I'm like, fucking, maybe, maybe they're doing all this, you know, maybe they're making more money or whatever, but it's just like, it's actually pretty rare that somebody gets to live their life pursuing what they want to do. That's and a, all that's, the pitfalls that come with it. Yeah. It doesn't always work out. It's Look, not meant to. I, you know, as being an independent artist for 20 years, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. Which I've learned. And I knew that from the beginning. But uh, I had to figure out how I was going to... Uh, manage the stress load without being 
depressed to a degree where I was like, I got no way out. There's no way, no, like, you know what I mean? The right. dark spots. Right. Um, and just hunkered down. Right. All hands on deck, pulling out every resource I can to dig myself out of what I can. But uh, sometimes there's months and even years where you're bummed out and you can tell by some of the local talent. Yeah. Most of them couldn't do a summer of depression. Right. You know, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and uh, you can count on that as a comment. Yeah. Yeah. You can count on a slow time of the year when a series of pitfalls show up. I'm getting much better at handling the, 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 I mean, yeah. the roller coaster. You know? Yeah, well, now you got a little bit of a scope of what you entails for your future. and Yeah. Uh, okay, there's a kind of a goal that's a direction that way. Right. Okay, I'll just cut up the middle until we hit pay dirt. Right. Um, which is smart. Like, it's a long game. It's yeah. a long game thing, you know. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is the runway is so long that I'm not stressed about it, you know. It's no. like, they're also like all, I have a lot of friends getting a lot of things right now. And then things. I have, I have a lot of friends. Spe- like, thing, you said it right. Those are things right now. Right. They, uh, yeah, things. But it's just, but it's also just like, it's, it's, it's very easy to like, to I have a lot of friends not getting a lot of things, right? And it's very easy to get caught up in what is being gotten and what it's not being gotten. But the way I look at it is. There's going to be so many up and downs for so long. You have no idea now who's going to be big 10 years from now. And a lot of people who are getting these things, they're just the first of us. How would you like to be a getter and then become terminally ill? Exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah, who fucking knows? That's right? the other thing. It's like we just You're live on Earth. You can just get yeah. wiped off the face of it yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. You know, I don't even want to go through the list. Of things that would completely cut cut you out of being a stand-up comic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a laundry thing, like, and then you now you're subjected to a life where you're in a wheelchair or whatever in a hospital bed, and you were stressed out about funniest comic in Austin. Right. It's Crying dumb. now because it's you pissed dumb. it. You you why? Why was I so upset about that? It means absolutely nothing. Yeah. And then the nurse comes in and just blasts you with some fucking fentanyl. Ugh. Yeah. Take me down to the rails are pretty. The, <laughs> the heroin is pretty. And then you puke. Because it's after surgery. Yeah. And you puke and there's yeah. four condoms on the floor with shit on the inside. Oh my God. And dude. you've realized not only have you been violated... Uh, and assaulted uh, but the nurse is trying to uh, drug you to a degree of uh, slipping into a coma so now you're fighting off the uh, fentanyl dose in the IV bag yeah and you're also a little distraught about your torn anus and the puke on the floor with four shit soaked yeah condoms shit on the inside did I specify that earlier uh yeah yeah. yeah, well, I mean, you know, say la vie. Does that mean goodbye in French? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I 
It's uh. Have you ever been to France? It's French for sometimes you get fucked in the ass. Wow. <laughs> well, bonjour, <laughs> <Yeah>. madame. <laughs> you know? I think you'd like Fran- France. You think I like French? I think you'd like France. Oh, France. Yeah, I don't know. Because it would be so uh, abrasive to you. Oh, really? Yeah, because everything's nice and dainty and sweet and and taste. There's nothing, no American size anything. Oh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. kind of I hate that. Quiet and don't you have any aspirations to plop yourself down in places in the planet that really have completely nothing in common with you? Yes. What yes. would be the most other side of the planet destination that you would pick? Um I think uh I mean you know what's interesting? I don't I don't think there's a lot of rural China I think I'd be interested in going. Um, okay. Great Wall stuff. Yeah. Or the food. The deserts. I mean, just not... But I, I have no interest in any major Chinese cities. Uh, in fact, in fact, or, or the idea of going there is kind of gross. But, uh, you know, just because of the people, really. And uh, uh, that's a joke. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, I think parts of Asia. Uh, uh, I mean, I would. I want to go. Asia, though, I want to go everywhere. Well, it's not just Asia. I want to go to Europe too. I want to. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd love to go to Italy for the food. Oh. You know, I've never. Yeah. Been, I've never been to Europe. I'd, I would like to just travel, but at the same time, for with what we were talking about earlier, I also don't give a fuck. Like I would just want the next joke right now. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, and if you have to do that in Hong Kong or you have to do it in Scotland. It don't I would. Matter. I'd love to. Do, I'd love to go yeah. out there and do comedy. But I, I'm also in a situation where it's it's not as easy for me to do that. I am married, you know. Yeah. I do have a second half. Do you have a child? No child yet. Whoo! Try and stall that out for a few more years. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Just say, honey, three years, please. Yeah. yeah. I just got to get my other foot up on the edge of the boat. Yeah. Yeah. The, and she's in. The, or the, leave her. The beautiful thing about her. Well, the beautiful thing about her is she's really on board, and she sees that comedy really makes me happy. And we'll figure it out, even yeah. if it doesn't make money. So well, this is the thing: is she's like probably looking at it like this. Go well, <clears throat> we'd be trying to navigate life together, right? Uh, through whatever we're going to do, we may as well. I may as well have a happy husband. Yes, yes, yeah, she's right? that's how she it's thinks. Way it's easier. awesome. It's awesome. It's really. It's. It's. I'm so lucky in that regard. Um, yeah, especially if it's happened for the like. She's been on on board since you've started. There's no real surprises coming to her now. Right. Yeah, I'm just... And and I'm in a place now where... I mean, when I started, man, I was driving two and a half hours one way to Nashville three or four times a week to do open mics. Yeah. That was me. How many hours drive? Two and a half hour one way. Five hour round trip. Three or four times a week to do open mics in Nashville. Open mics, not fucking shows where I'm making 25 bucks. No, and you literally gotta sit nothing. around for three hours to wait to go on because you had to miss traffic and you had to leave at noon to get there for three to eat and then wait. Exactly. And now this is a 40 hour work day for me to do five minutes. Yes. And I did that for two or three years. Yeah. That's right? That's how you do it. That's how you do but it. But also, uh, that gave me, also gave me a huge advantage because the other thing, the other thing is, is like, there was pre- real pressure to not bomb because if I bomb, now it's a two and a half hour drive home 
having to deal with just bombs. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I know, by yourself. Too. By yourself? <laughs> and it's the fourth time you've driven to Nashville that week? And you're out of fucking money? And, and, oh. and now... I'll be honest with you, none of that's gonna change. I know, I know. Well, I'm also realizing that now. The yeah. stakes just get bigger. Yeah. But, but... But then they call you and go, hey, listen, can you come and do the Melbourne Comedy Festival in Australia? Well, shit like that's starting to happen. So, like, from my wife's perspective, she sees a lot of progress. So it's not like... It's it's also it's also a thing where I think if it was a complete dead end for me, I'm smart enough to know this isn't gonna... I'm never gonna be this. But I'm starting to see flashes of, like, no, no, no. I am comic. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. It is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Or maybe not supposed to be, but it's what I want to do and I can't accomplish it, so this is what we're going to do. And that is... Um, that's what I explained to, uh, to Jared, is that, um, you know, the Kill Tony show, what it's done for Hans, yeah. William Montgomery, yeah. David Lucas, yeah. Michael Lear, yeah. um, has... Um, there's, you get to see some, uh, there's, a, there's a lane for you guys for the first time. There's a guy playing a recorder over there on heroin. Where? Oh, he's over there. Ah, uh, the acoustics. There's a guy that usually hangs under the bridge that plays a harmonica with his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's my agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, our battery's low. But we're going to go to my house and smoke a joint. Let's do it. Okay? Yeah. Thank you uh, for being on the show. Yeah. And uh, Thanks for having me, man. That's great. We're going to do this again. I'm really looking forward. You should pretty pick this up in 12 months. Let's do it. And I think uh, your, uh, your life is going to be significantly different. I hope so. You're going to have a lot of, like, scratch. I'm going to see this. I'm going to walk up to the door yeah. at Joe's Club. You're going to be there. Yeah. And I'm going to look at you, and we're both going to go, ah, this is fucked. And yeah. you're going to go, come here. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. This is fucking crazy. I'm living my dream. Yeah. And my wife's pregnant. I've got a raise at the club. Yeah. Right? It's going to be great. It'll be fun. Uh, Darian... Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Darian Irwin Comedy on Instagram is the best way. It's the best way to find me. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Thanks Root. so much, guys. Thank you for watching. We would like to see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop.